0: When you want to succeed as bad as you want to free then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know. So if you put forth the work, then what are you fearing? You know you what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen.
1: Because limits, like fear, are often just an illusion you're listening to the plunkett fitness project
0: here's your host jamie plunkett
1: hey what's up everybody thanks for tuning into our podcast today um i'm here with ryan as usual uh, we got a few different topics that we're going to talk about um so ryan's been doing our our group training now for uh this is like, four weeks this, or something? yeah
0: this is my fifth week so how's that going dude it's great man i uh You know, it's, it's so funny because I, I was in like, my schedule's gotten crazy this year because I've added this to it. So that's an extra eight hours a week or so. Um, but I've got a couple of the clients, I'm doing more stuff. So I'm trying to figure out when I can come in. And it was this week, instead of coming in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I've been in Tuesday and Thursday. I came in Tuesday late, like around four. And it was, I think the kids group was happening Yeah, and I felt like, (laughs) I felt like there was this episode of Seinfeld where Kramer was doing like karate and they're like, Oh, it's great. And they go see him. It's like all nine year old kids (laughs) and he's fighting them. And I, the funny thing was, I'm like, I could have rotated him with some of those like 12 year olds, you know, we're lifting the same amount of weight, but it's, it's been great, man. And, and like, I'm, I'm enjoying it because, um, you know, little things like, like when I started squatting, it's like, dude, I was squatting with nothing, just the box, no yep. weight, nothing. And then it's like, oh, all of a sudden, yeah, you got the safety bar, you know, and then you mm-hmm. got a few pounds on the safety bar. And and those for me, um, you know, I, like I said, I never had any instruction. I never, I never measured anything. I mean, I kind of, oh yeah, throw 35s on or what, you know, I'd never, but you never documented it. Yep. And so it's, it's, for me, it's really, uh, it's been awesome. I mean, the diet thing is going well, I've eaten, I ate, like, I ate terrible on Valentine's Day. We have our tradition, so I went off the rails on Friday and Saturday. But um, other than that, it's I've been on track with that. I'm down about seven pounds total in the five weeks or so. And I, I think part of that is I'm probably down a little bit more, but I got on the scale today, and I like I said, I ate terrible on Saturday, and I just haven't slept this week. It's been a busy week, and I haven't – and usually – I notice if I I don't know if that's just psychological or not, but typically I feel like if I get on the scale after a good night's sleep.
1: No, we talk about we talk about it all the time. Yeah. Sleep so, is very important for yeah. fat loss.
0: Um and so, so
1: absolutely. If you get like two hours of sleep, you'll notice that you're probably heavier. Yeah. If you get ten hours of sleep, you you're almost always gonna be leaner unless you ate terribly the day before or something, which even then it's kind of hard to do.
0: Yeah. So I mean the 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 meal plan, I can't I can't like I, I annoy my friends and family cause I'm like, dude, I'm not even hungry. And it's, you know, it's, it's the best for me. That's all that matters is not being hungry. And, yep. and so that's going great. Weight stuff's going well. I'm learning stuff every day, trying to, just trying to learn the the motions. And I was talking to Jamie right before we kicked on the mics, you know, now it's just like these guys are, they walk around and they're, they're just every single person. Like they can, like, they know what I'm struggling with. Or they, they see what I'm having issues with and they can, you know, whether it's Skylar or Jamie or Alex or any of those guys, they, it's like, Hey, you know, bend the bar, like little things that they say now that I know is just to get myself, uh, on the, you know, to get my technique right. And, and all that. And it's just, uh, dude, I love it. I think it's been great.
1: So two things you said, um, number one, the thing about not being hungry. Uh, and then number two, kind of what we mentioned before we turned the mics on was, uh, me sending that information about uh, box squats, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to bring up two things there real quick. <clears throat> um, that thing you said about not being hungry—that mm-hmm. is one of the most important things to fat loss. Yeah. And it's so simple. Most people either overlook it or don't think about it or don't realize it. Um, and that's something that I see as a major problem in all these uh you know programs that are trying to sell you on your emotions right is they skip one of the most basic things you know to me anything that you want to improve or learn or get better at um which I guess I said with improve sure <laughs> you want to peel the onion back and and understand why why you're doing the things that are causing you not as much success as you would like or failure. Right. All right. So I'm gaining weight. Well, why am I gaining weight? Well, I'm eating too much. Why am I eating too much? Well, I'm hungry. Well, why are you hungry? Right. Right. You're hungry because you're eating the wrong foods. You're going too long without eating. You're overextending yourself with activity, lack of sleep, stress. Yeah. You know, so address those things versus just telling yourself you're bad because you're hungry.
0: Yeah. And most people like, like you, the things you rattled off there, and I know you, you, you drill it, you drill at home, but, uh, you know as somebody who, who dealt with you know like all of us the weight issue your whole life, I never broke it down that's I never made it that simple and that's the best thing about this this experience is again, you guys simplify it I mean it's like these are steps do these steps and uh and things will work, and that's it and then if you're if they're not working then like you said, you go back and you see which thing you're either not doing or you're not doing
1: right or whatever but yeah, yeah and maximize those things yeah yeah um so the other thing uh that I just brought up before that um was I sent Ryan a post the other day, which I send him posts all the time. I sent him post on uh, box squatting. And uh, and then I told him just now when he brought it up, I said, it's one of those things where, you know, you may have to see something 15, 20 times yeah. until you really start to figure it out. And, and it's really not like a light bulb's going to go off and you're all of a sudden going to be great at squatting. Right. It's a process. And, uh... You know, I'll get that impression sometimes from clients, like they want me to tell them how to do something, and then they're they're good. Right, right, You know, right. or I'll have somebody on in, and they think they can do a month, and they're good. Yeah. That's not how this works. It's like anything else. It's, you know, you have to continue to practice it over and over and over again. It's really something you should do the rest of your life, and it's probably going to take you, you know years, if not decades, to really be good at things. You know, there's, you know, I've been lifting now for over 20 years. There's still things that I'm trying to improve myself technique-wise. Right. You know, um, so, you know, sometimes I will let people do things wrong or fail or, you know, when I say do things wrong, it's not like they're doing them horrible. They're not going to hurt themselves. But that's all part of the process. We're not going to fix everything today. Right. You know, it's a long term process. So when I sent that that video to Ryan, it was just one more piece of the puzzle. Yeah, you know, know and sooner or yeah. later he'll be squatting without a box, you know, and his squat'll be great, but it's a process and you have to understand that. Yeah. And
0: I that's that's one thing that I had never and, and it's again, it's just out of ignorance, you know, I never understood I mean I can't believe I'm gonna say it out loud now, but I never understood how important and how deep technique went. And no, what I mean by that is the fact that I thought, dude, you either lift weights or you don't, right? I mean, that's just a typical idiot thought that that I always had, you know. And that's and that's how oh, I was that's common. It.
1: That's that's a common thought.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, you put weights on. Like, what's what's the problem, you know? But it's it, it is there is when you start looking at it and you start practicing, you're like, oh, dude, yeah, like just that much movement, you know. It's like when you like when they talk about you know if you if you change your in golf, if you change your, uh, your stance by a centimeter, that ball can end up 30 yards to the right or left. Right. And it's the same way. It's like, if you just, just this little fraction of a movement and that's, I feel like any skill and that's what this is. It's a skill and a practice more than just, uh, just going out and like flailing yourself around for an hour and a half or an hour or whatever it is. And that's, I think most people, I didn't know it. I mean, so like, it's just like, it's like, you know, taking the red pill. Like, oh yeah! Oh my God! I, how did I not know this? Same way with anything that's a skill: playing piano, playing, you know, whatever. It's like the more you do it, you're never, you're never gonna master it. Ever. No. That's just. It's not. It's not. It doesn't work that way. So,
1: um, you know, that reminds me of a conversation I had with a client this morning, and it's kind of an ongoing conversation. Every time I see her, mm-hmm. um, she used to train at Orange Theory. Oh right. So, um, you know, I can't remember when it was, but few weeks ago she's I, you know i'm coaching her on her technique of her squats and she's like they never did they never taught us technique in orange theory you know and i mean i'm not surprised right but you know that's my problem with a lot of group training is it's a pe class it's just movement yeah and uh <clears throat> you know my thing is is i can train 24 people the way we have our setup out here we have eight of every, of all the major pieces. I can sure. train 24 people at once. Yeah. So, to break that down, I can have eight people squatting. I can have eight people resting or spotting. And then I can have an eight people doing a pull apart or something, a basic exercise in between that's not going to negatively affect their squat, which we'll talk about that in a minute on a post. Yeah. <clears throat> but if I have 24 brand new people come in at once. Yeah. Then, all we're probably going to do is squat because I'm going to slow everybody down, yeah, because every time you do something incorrectly, you need to now do it correctly twice to to get rid of that one bad habit, yeah, basically, so that's why we like to get our clients slow, you know when they come in new clients, and we mm-hmm. don't like to have a flood of new clients because when a client comes in, we try to teach them everything and teach them the basics like we've been doing with you right. So then you can work on your basics, and then once you're good there, then I can take the next new client. Right, right, right. You know, and and I should just be able to look over the room and give you cues, like, bend the bar. Right. You know, versus all the stuff that I had to tell you the first day. Right, right. And that's my issue with a lot of these these group fitness services is they don't even try to teach people the right way to do things. Yeah. And I mean, the way I am, you know, and... And this is how I was raised: was you do shit right the first time. Yeah. You know what's the saying? If you don't have time to do it right the first time, when are you going to find time to to correct it or yeah. whatever the saying is? Um. And they don't even try. And my thing is, is you couldn't send me into that room, and I would lose my mind. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh my god, everybody, stop! Stop yeah. the music! <laughs> stop moving!
0: God, that that right? That's the video right there. I would have just. <laughs> Watch Jamie have a panic attack in one of those uh group fitness classes where everybody's just throwing themselves around and
1: Well, you know what it you know. is? It's the same thing that my parents taught me growing up, what I said I was this is how I was raised. Like if you let this continue, you're gonna have a giant mess. Yeah. You know, thirty days down the road, sixty days down the road, which is what goes on in all those group fitness classes. Yeah. You know, versus to me really the things what I'm talking about it's me being lazy. So I'm going to do a ton of work right now. Yeah. So then a month from now I can sit in the middle of the room in a chair and bark shit at you. Yeah. And not have to move.
0: Right. Well, it's 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 also just you know that's the reason that I that that for me like there there are, I've taught myself a ton of things like half of more than half most of what I do as far as like especially when it comes to the software and stuff like I'll teach myself stuff and that's an incredibly arduous process if you don't have if you don't have an expert telling you how to like if I would had somebody teach me stuff it probably I probably could have learned it in a tenth of the time
1: yeah you save a lot of time
0: yeah right and so for me it's like dude like I when you send me that stuff and when these guys walk by like I look forward to it because I'm trying I know the key to being good at anything is to Getting the basics down and getting that muscle memory, and I just know from anything that I'm good at, anything I'm decent at, it's like it's got to feel, it's got to feel right to do it right. Yeah. And I and I told Alex today, I'm like, you know, I'm still fighting the fact that like everything, like you know, like lifting your back, like just I did bench today, so that's what I'm thinking about. But like lifting my back up and all the stuff that you guys talk about, that um, it's it's counterintuitive to me because when I was a kid you know, it was all shoulders and it was all, you know what I mean? It was never, it was just, just throw the weight up there. Right. There was no, I mean, we were a bunch of idiot kids. We didn't have any direction at all. So for me, it's like, like I've, I've got a list, like I'm thinking about all this stuff, the breathing, like all of it. And, um, that's why uh, for me, it's like, uh, that's why I want to come here. I want that direction because it like, I know that struggling through this right now, lifting lightweight and all that stuff is going to get to the point that when, when I go back here and I see guys like Tom just busting their nuts, right, with just I don't even know how much weight, you know, when they're deadlifting and stuff. When you get to that point, you're not thinking; you're thinking about stuff. You're focused, but it's the the actual motion is already so ingrained in what you're doing that you don't have to think about the motion. You're focusing on the on bigger things than
1: that, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah. So what I was going to mention earlier um, with the the client. Is this morning I was talking to her about her deadlifts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people think the same thing if I just use the three basic movements, deadlift, squats, and bench press. Mm-hmm. So, a bench press, they think push the bar up. Right. Squat, they think stand up with the bar. Deadlift, they think stand up with the bar. So, we were doing deadlifts this morning with this particular client. And uh, I took a one of those orange bands. So, it's just a rubber band. <clears throat> I tied it to the deadlift bar she was using. And I pulled it away from her. Yeah. And I said, don't let me pull it away from you. So then she pulls it into her. Uh I said, now, the idea of a deadlift is to pull the bar to you Uh and to take your hips to the bar. Don't think about standing up with it. Right. So you break the movement down. I say the same thing with bench press. When you're benching, imagine you're between two walls. You're stuck between two walls. Spread the walls apart. So not only are you going to push up, you're also going to drive your back into the bench. Yeah. You know, so you're wedging. Yeah. You know, and it's basic things like that. And anyway, the reason I told that is because it was funny this morning because I was like, they didn't teach you that orange theory, did they? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's kinda of funny. It's kind of a running joke now. But um <clears throat> anyway. Um yeah, that's the interesting thing about all that stuff is is you got to break it down and make it real basic, yeah, you know? So you,
0: ha- yeah, you have to, because you're using so many different body parts that, you know, when you're new and then it's also the funny part is when you're like, Hey, you know, I think I was doing deadlifts or whatever. And you told me something about my feet when you do correct it. It's like, Oh, it feels better. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, it's, it, 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 you're, you're, when you're using the right muscles or when you're, when you're using the right technique, it does end up feeling better, you know. And, and I don't know if it's e- I don't think easier is the right word, but it's easier. But it's yeah. definitely easier. You know, it's like it, it you're just, using your body. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it, correctly. Yeah, it's and it's it's night and day difference, you know. I mean, every everything, but
1: there's just so much going on that it's. Uh, and to kind of circle back to what I was saying earlier, with it's a process, and you're not going to learn it all today. Right. I'm going to overwhelm you if I tell you too much shit. Mm-hmm. So I haven't told you that deadlift thing I just said. Right, right. What I did tell you on your deadlifts the other day that you just mentioned, though, is I told you to push your heels into the floor. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. The thing is, if I tell you to push the, your heels into the floor, pull the bar into you, drive your hips to the bar, you're going to be so confused. Yeah. So it's you have to slowly, you know, teach these things. Right. But, right. uh, yeah, that's, <clears throat> you know, and the goal is to make you self-efficient so you can do it on your own. Sure, sure, of course. You know, yeah, and yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, you're going to be better off if you can feel it yourself yes. versus me telling you what to feel. Yeah. Um, and you know, the other thing I tell people all the time, and I've said this for years is to me, the job of a trainer is to teach their client how to work out on their own. right? So you, that's, that's the gift that you are giving to your clients. That's what they're paying you for as an education. Right, it's, right, right. You're not a PE teacher. Yeah. And, if somebody comes to you and they want you to be their PE teacher, then you're not doing the person the best that you can give them. If that's all you are to them, yeah. you should be a teacher. You know, you should teach them how to do it on their own. Right. Um, you know, and and my thought on that has always been because you'll you'll get a lot of people, probably in all fields, they have a scarcity mindset and they don't want to teach people their craft because. They think they're gonna lose that client. Well, if I can't do the right thing and teach people, you know what I know, and I can't stay in business that way, then I need to choose a different right career.
0: Well, yeah, because and the reality of it is, man, if people, um, as long as you have a twenty-year head start (laughs) on somebody, they're not gonna catch it. If they're, you know, and and I guess like for me, I look at it like, uh, I, I do. I look at it as something where, like I said, the reason I'm coming in here is cause I'm, I'm older. I want to, I want to, I want to prolong my life as much as possible and, and get in the best shape for as long as possible. So I look at it as a lifelong thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's, and so, but I, I don't think, I think when people are buying into what you guys do out here, um, and I'm sure there's other people that do it as well, but you know, when you're not, when it's not just a g- the gym class thing, the PE class thing, that's like, that's the, yeah, I did it for a little while. Then you bounce around because you're not getting that.
1: You have nothing to take with you. Yeah. And you're not growing anymore. Yes.
0: At some point you're going to plateau and you're done. Well, you're not plateau. You've been doing it for 20 years. So if you're that deep into it, you know, it's the same way. Like anybody that like, and I, I go to the music instrument things. That's what I know. But like, if you were truly a, a good, like wanting to be a great guitarist or whatever, you never stop practicing. You never stop. You get a, you get a, a teacher that's 20 years your senior. Your technique's never going to be perfect. Like, you can always be better. And it's the same. It's, again, it's the same type of thing um, with this. It's just you don't want, like, for me, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I enjoy the improvement of it in the process of it is what I really like, you know? And I think that's, that's one of the things that it's like that with everything. Again, seeing improvement, be it small, or whatever, as long as it's there, then it's it's super motivating to me. And I think that's what the people that, that buy into your culture, that's what's so great about the, the people here are so nice. You know, like all the and it's been that way ever since I started, you know, working out like working here before I was working out here, but it's always I feel like, you know, your clientele kinda probably weeds themselves out. I mean it sounds yeah. bad, right? But like yeah. but like the people that want to go to P E class, this ain't for them. Yep. You know, just, Correct. it just isn't. And it's like, well you know that there's a, there's that while it's yeah it would be great if it was for everybody, it that's not that's not your goal either. You don't want to be the McDonald's of weightlifting. You don't want to be Planet
1: well, Fitness. Well, I mean, I will tell you, I wish everyone would <clears throat> take the same interest, right, in educating themselves and learning how to lift weights properly. Because you know there was a post about that this morning. I'll see if I can find. Um, And, you know, it was basically, it was a bodybuilding coach who's very well respected in the field. And he was basically saying he's thankful for the gift of discovering weightlifting. Yeah. You know, and I wish everyone else would give it the same effort of trying to learn it. And I mean, quite honestly, and I think he says this in the post, he says, there's, there's a change to your body and i think your attitude your mental that is just something you'll never feel unless you've experienced it and once you i mean to me once you've experienced it there's no going back yeah you know there's there's no better way to change your physique or your mental approach to life really than having experienced the changes that you you see when you lift weights, you know, yeah. and and the consistency and everything. It, I mean, it changes so much. So I mean, that's my wish for what you just said. Is it's not for some people. I wish everyone could feel what I felt, and right. I don't think anyone would ever go back on it. Yeah, because I mean, it's just it's it's. It's night and day difference. It is. And that's a,
0: that's a big mindset thing. You know, I I think that's a, you know, for, I think, and I I think once you, I mean, this is kind of off road a little bit, but I think when you give yourself permission to give yourself to something, yeah, you know what I mean? that, That sounds weird, but like, and once you start doing that, then you are more selective with what you choose to do. And and I think like I, like I feel like I'm that way, you know. I guess how you do one thing is how you do everything. That kind of stuff, which I thousand percent believe in. But I think you're right, and it is one of those things where, like, it's and I get the same thing out of playing golf. I like it. It calms me down because right? I, I have to focus on this. Yeah. Like when you're a lot of times when you're worried about shit. It, for luckily, and we're blessed to be in the best, you know, best country on the we've won the birth lottery all that stuff but the reality of it is the stuff you worry about really is not important and you're thinking about shit that's not necessarily pressing obviously there are things when you've got loved ones with cancer and whatnot but for the most most of the time your things are pretty good and then when you have to focus on the present and you stop worrying about shit that might not happen that probably won't happen then it's just it's a good thing and that's one of the things that that when i come in here it's like dude i can't think about my mind doesn't wander. I'm thinking when he says bend the ball. It seems simple, but I'm thinking about all these like things I'm doing, and I'm not allowed to think about um, something that might not happen down the road that I might have been stressed out about an hour ago, right?
1: Yeah. And, so, yeah, and I mean that's that's honestly what you just said. That's a problem I have with with most of people that don't fit in here is they want to come here and be brain dead for an hour. Yeah, you know, and I'm trying to get them to focus yeah. on. You know, and and that's, I tell people all the time, I'm like, you're going to have to be focused for an hour or however long you're working out on what you're doing. It's not just going through the motions. It's not physical activity. It's training. Yeah. You know, Um, do you have time to go over these two posts real quick and then you can get out of here? Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. I'll try to be brief with them. Um, So two posts this week that I sent to Ryan that kind of cover some of what we talked about. Well, one of them, uh, the... Uh, group training stuff and then the second one will be one that I haven't sent him which was posted by Shelby Starnes okay. about discovering weight training oh gotcha we'll Okay. close with that uh, so one was posted by Brett Contreras um, he's known as the glute guy uh, you can find him on uh, Instagram just Brett Contreras one um <clears throat> And his post is, I'll I'll be brief here with it and kind of move around, but it says, don't turn your resistance training into aerobic training. And that's what we talk about all the time. It's what I'm talking about when I say it's a PE class. Um, You know, and it's what, what we're talking about when I say you need to focus on things. So... Um, what he, what he mentions here is the most developed physiques in the world belong to bodybuilders. What do bodybuilders do? They lift weights. When they lift weights, they rest in between sets. Yes, they train hard, but they're not killing themselves every single day. So what you see with most, a lot of personal trainers and a lot of group training is, you know, people are sweaty, tired mess when they get done. Um, but are they really seeing progress? Nine times out of 10, the answer is no. Um, They aren't always keeled over at the end of the workout lying in a pool of sweat, which I guess I just mentioned myself. They focus on gaining strength over time. This can't happen if you're turning your workouts into circuit training. Make no mistake about it. The leanest people on the planet with the most muscular shape rest between one to three minutes in between sets. They rest around two minutes rest in general, three minutes for the bigger lifts, especially when going for a PR, and one minute towards the end of the workout during the smaller lifts. Yes, bodybuilders do cardio, but it's usually low intensity and it's utilized more prev- prevalently I screwed that word up during prep.
0: Prevalently is a Prevalent tough one. That's a whatever. tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs>
1: You, you don't have to make me feel better. You know, I'm not,
0: I'm, look, you, look you, you can watch me out there benching the bar. I can throw that <laughs> word at you every now and then, you know?
1: What they, don't do in their, what they don't do is turn their strength training into cardio by doing nonstop exercise. If circuit training or resting during 30 seconds, resting just 30 seconds between sets work better, they do it, but it doesn't, which is why they tend to perform 15 to 20 hard sets in an hour. What's ironic is resting more makes the workout slightly easier while yielding better strength and physique gains. So quit making your workouts unnecessarily harder, have patience, and set yourself up for progressive overload. Cardio will never build muscular shape like resistance training. Do your cardio if you like, but when you're in the weight room, make sure you recover in between sets so you can lift the heaviest weight for the most reps possible. Um, so that's what we're always talking about, you know, uh, with what I refer to as PE classes. People are, you know, rushing through shit. Um, they're breathing way too heavy and they're just, they're not slowing their breathing so they can brace properly and move weight properly and move the proper amount of weight. Um, like I said, it's a PE class. So that's that post. The last one I want to mention real briefly is by Shelby Starnes. Like I said, he is a <clears throat> phenomenal uh, women's physique or women's bodybuilding uh, coach, um, and he posted this this morning. So, what a precious gift it was to stumble upon weightlifting and bodybuilding 20-something years ago. It's something I can enjoy, can enjoy for the rest of my life that will improve my quality of life both mentally and physically. It's hard to explain to people that don't train. It's kind of like a secret society. But for those that do, you know exactly what I mean. How good it feels to use your body, to make it work, to stretch and contract against resistance, and to overcome resistance. Training is something I will always look forward to for the rest of my life. So, I saw that this morning. And uh, it's basically what I was saying earlier. Uh, when you truly learn how to lift weights and feel your body changing, uh, it's just something I don't think you can ever go back on. Uh, and to me, I wish everyone would discover it.
0: Yeah, it, I, it, it is funny because, like, before anybody else can see a difference, you can feel a difference. Yes. Like, and that—that's the—that's been—that's been fun as well because, again, like I've been at various degrees of, of weights and fitness and everything like that. But it was always, I was always, it was always from running, you know? And so I was never, I never felt strong. And one of the things I told Jamie before, when I told him, I was like, I think I want to start training out here and stuff. And I said, I'm tired of being soft dude. I'm, like, as a man. And I mean, look, this is whatever, but, <laughs> but honestly, like as a man, I don't want to be, I'm tired of being a weak man. And that's what I became. I, I was never, I was never weak when I was growing up and part of it was because I grew up on a farm and I was always doing, you know what I mean? I just had a, I had strength just by, by accident because I was, you know, and played sports and all that. But I mean, when you're, when you're throwing hay and stuff, you're, you're working out a yep. little bit. And Absolutely. So it's, it's not it's like, a lot. That's not a little bit. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I was never cut, but I was always strong. And then I just got into adulthood and I just got, even when I was in shape and thin or thinner, I wasn't, I was still soft. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: And I, I don't like it. dude. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to be the guy that's, I don't want to be the soft guy. I don't, I don't like it. That's, and that's the best thing about this is even before you start to, before other people can tell, you start feeling that you feel, you just feel different, you know? And it's, it's a good, it's a good feeling, man. It's addictive as hell. Yeah. Matt said it in that, in that uh, testimonial video I did. He's like, it's super, and I can, I I can, that guy's in here all the time and he's had great results and everything, but he's a hundred percent right. And for people like me, like it is, you, you see it and it's like, well, I got to figure out, like, I got a crazy week this week's been nuts, but you got to figure out how you're going to get in there and get this done, you know? And it's partially because I, I know you well enough that, but more than anything, it's, it's, it, it is for me and it's, it's, and the. What I'm getting out of it, it's 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 awesome, man. I love it, hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening today, guys. I think that's all we have. Um, we will see you next time.
0: Yeah, appreciate it. Check out the website plunketfitness.com or uh, Instagram at underscore plunket or at plunket underscore fitness and go to iTunes rate comment subscribe share this with somebody if you like it and of course you like it you wouldn't listen this long appreciate y'all thanks thank you for listening to the plunket fitness project please share with your friends subscribe
1: rate and review for more info visit our website